No matter where you work from these days, take Gresh and Fourier with you on the Odyssey app. Favorite WEI. Thought our effort was good. Um, you expect it to be a little sloppy. It was sloppy in the first. We got better as we expected to get better. I thought we, you know, we were, were really good in the second. I didn't love the beginning of our third, uh, you know, but still the efforts there, the execution's going to come. Um, you know, we're not happy with the loss, obviously. That is Jim Montgomery after Saturday's Bruins lost to Washington 2-1 at the Garden. 1048, Gresham Foyer here with you. Look at that, huh? We're going to get to uh, Super Bowl ratings and uh, something that is bothering Foyer coming up. Uh, we do see you on the phones. We're coming to you at 617-779-7937. So tonight, the Bruins are in Dallas where uh, the Bruins are a skinny, skinny favorite, minus 120 on the money line. If you want the puck line, you can lay the goal and a half to get plus 215 on the Bs, and the over-under is at five and a half. And for the Bruins, they're not going to get back Jake DeBrusque tonight. On Thursday, uh, they're expected to get Jake DeBrusque back. I do believe it is in Nashville on Thursday. So DeBrusque coming back obviously sets that top line and gets uh, DeBrusque back up there. And I personally, Fourier, I think it's going to be big for Taylor Hall for DeBrusque to come back. There's been a lot of moving around on the lines and things like that. And, you know, you're trying to manage to get to the end of the season with some of these older players. We know the trade deadline is coming up, but uh, getting Jake DeBrusque back will actually settle down the lines and I know since DeBrusque has been dinged up, Hall's production has kind of fallen off a cliff a little bit. So I never thought I would be sitting here saying, boy, getting Jake DeBrusque back would be big for the other lines, but that appears to be the way it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny because they've, they've lost four of the last five. Cause for cause for concern or just the the way it, the way of the injuries affecting everybody. So don't panic, right? No, I think there was a little bit of the end of the All Star break, and even Jim Montgomery said once the All Star break came, "Hey, listen, we need a break." You know, the the Bruins have played at such a high level that I don't think this is like the dot-com boom where it's a bubble that's necessarily going to burst. I believe this team is for real. I don't know if they're going to blow doors and win the President's Trophy by, you know, 25 points or something crazy. That ultimately doesn't matter. Be the best team in the East, lock up the number one overall seed, win your division, all that kind of stuff. Those are the things. It ultimately, I think it takes care of itself. Personally, I feel like more of what has gone on in four of the last five, you know, tricky spot coming back. Teams have been back for a week. Bruins had extended time off. Going into the break, you're trying to take care of some of your older players. I'm not panicked by it. But then again, Mark and Medford's got some concerns with the Bruins aggression. Fourier, hello, Mark. Yeah, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I, right now, four out of five, they, they lost, yes. I'm not too concerned, but the one thing that does concern me a little bit is that those games that they lost were all playoff teams. Now, mind you, if they if they end up getting Washington or Pittsburgh in the first round in a seven-game series, I'm not concerned about those th- those two teams. But if Florida happens to leapfrog one of them and they're going to play the Panthers, and then in the second round, they're going to play a, a Toronto or a Tampa. Then they're going to be put to the test. They need to beat these teams now just to show that, okay, we can hang with the, with the Canes. We can hang with the, with the Lightning. Because if not, 
we might be looking at another second-round exit, guys. Well, Mark, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to go there, and I understand the concerns. I think what we're about to do for the next two weeks is a little bit of kind of extra hand-wringing, and you're waiting for the trade deadline in that first weekend of March. There's been lots of rumblings about Jacob Chitron and people like that. I don't know if the Bruins are going to be shopping in the you know the high end part of the mall. I think that would be more of like the mall kiosks in the middle that the Bruins will be able to shop and kind of add some depth a little bit. Unless there is some sort of unbelievable move out there where the Bruins get somebody to play ball, maybe from a salary standpoint, or they end up trading someone off this roster that actually makes a couple of bucks and you're upgrading that way in terms of someone on your active roster right now. But I, I wonder if the next couple of weeks there's going to be a lot of hand-wringing and hoping that Don Sweeney can find something just to give this team an extra little shove here down the stretch. Yeah, and I think that they would all appreciate that. And I, I know when you look at the four of the five losses, um, three of them in a row came uh, on the road, maybe anticipating the bye week, sorry, the all-star weekend. So they lose to the Tampa Tampa Bay Lightning 3-2. to two. Then they lose to Florida 4-3 in overtime. They get beat up by Carolina 4-1. You almost saw that coming because that was – you know that was a what was it a well it's uh, a road a Saturday too, yeah. yeah but back to back games and then you know what uh, uh, you beat Toronto and then you you know come back you're feeling good going into the break you thought they were going to be kind of sloppy you kind of realize that they weren't getting enough shots their power play isn't as good as you thought it would be and DeBrus will obviously help with that but I feel like this is like the the Major League Baseball scenario with um, with baseball players like during their trade deadline if they feel like they're in it. And they and they they want help. They want like confirmation from management. Hey, we believe in you. Here's another player. Well, and when you add the fact that there have been a lot of guys who sacrificed money individually to come back, I I think you're right. There is something to that. And then there are the niceties for you that you can do during a season, like you know the siblings trip. And I mentioned AJ Greer and his brother, right? Well, Brad Marchand's got his brother with him, and of course, that led to some uh, Marchand on Marchand crime, <laughs> uh, because we learned that Marshy apparently loves poetry, according to his brother. Tell us something about your brother we don't know. Um, he's big into poetry. He loves poetry, <laughs> Shakespeare, reading, writing, he's in poetry clubs. Poetry clubs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> And Foyer, you love this I love idea. It. You don't. I, uh, I, I think. I think hockey. They just do it right in so many different ways. They bring the fathers. They bring the mothers. They bring the siblings. I, I just feel like it's such a freaking long season. Yep. It's such a long season. I know you probably can't do it in the NFL because you're not traveling as much. But I think it's such a fabulous way to kind of, you know, let these guys just, I don't know, decompress from you know the world of hockey, re-energize with the. A new visual, a new opportunity just to kind of make this game important. You got your brother coming. You got your dad at the game. You got your mom at the game. Hey, let's make this middle-of-the-season game, which most of us would kind of turn our turn our heads to, make it important. I, I think they, they, do, they do so many things right. I even like the handshake line at the end of the uh, yeah, at the end of a playoff, end of a playoff series. I love series. it. I love it. I'm forcing you to shake my hand and be like a good sport, right? Most guys... The Super Bowl, most guys just run off the damn field. Forget about it. I'm not shaking anybody's hand. I'm over this. Let's get the hell out of here. 
And then there's the dope that sits there and goes, let me just take it all in and remember this moment for the rest of my life so it, so it never happens again. Oh, listen no, to I love you. It. Oh, I wasn't me. I wanted both of them. So what do you want me to do? You didn't take it in. You're just like, oh, it's another day punching no, a clock. Oh, no, no, we'll no. If you, no. If you lose, the guys that lose, if you oh. win, you are doing snow angels in the confetti. You're not leaving the field. But yeah, if you but lose, if you lose, you got to find a way to motivate yourself. You think that works? I think for I think for I, Tom, you know what for Tom Brady it did because that to me Tom Brady's the kind of guy who would sit there and be like this is my first loss I am never feeling this ever again we just got done saying yesterday Brady's crack was winning Super Bowl but he never sat out there that, on the field and like witnessed he, the party going then on. whatever it is that he would take in I think he would take in enough to continue to motivate and fuel him yes yeah. I do I think guys if you lose the Super Bowl my general w- rule would be. We can't get you off the field fast enough. <laughs> and usually they get do. The you know what they used here. to do? They would ask Wiggy, because when, when we beat Wiggy's team, I feel like oh. they took like a rope and it was like a concert yeah. where they kind of funnel you, they funnel you towards your locker room where, hey, listen, you're not part of the party anymore. We're sorry, we gotta kick you out. Sorry, this is only for winners. That Losers actually, go on this door. That actually would be pretty interesting to hear from Wiggy. The perspective of the athlete jubilant celebrating victory and then what it kind of feels like on the other side of that and how quickly they're just like, oh, you can get out of here now. Yeah, I feel like, like I your feel part's like, done. Collect your losers, check yeah. at the door, and go head home. It's still a lot of money, but you just can't hang out here anymore. You, I know you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Bingo. Beat it, kid. No autographs.